Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. It is uh, 2-22-22. Wow. 0-2-22-22. It is February 22nd, 2022. Uh, Glad you guys are on. Good morning, Anne. Good morning, Pastor Tim and Jane. Uh, So glad to have you guys. So we we are uh, trucking through the um the readings for this year already and we are um in the book of ruth uh which was the first i don't know that we've ever done that on morning prayer or ever read through the book of ruth but today uh this week in fact um we're going to be spending some time through the book of ruth um <laughs> yeah i see that trying to acclimate to the weather yeah my daughter's in north carolina so we got i got a daughter in um charlotte i see um yeah, we 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 pretty much done with the cold. Although I think we're supposed to get another little cool front here in Tampa in another week or so, which will drop it down to the sixties for a day or two. But you know how that goes. Good morning, Judy. Great to see you on. How you been? Hope you've been great. Good morning, Linda. So anyway, um, yeah, the Book of Ruth. I don't think we've ever read in morning prayer, but um, we're we're in it this week. Um, spending a better part of the week in. The book of Ruth. We do three readings: Old Testament, Epistle, and Gospel, because um, we're reading through this um, essentially a lectionary reading, which reads through the, the Bible in a couple of years, and with uh, four readings every day. Or I'm sorry, three readings every day. And so, hey, let's do it, y'all. Um, first one is going to be from Ruth chapter one. Uh, we read the first uh, what twelve verses, fourteen verses yesterday. So they were going to today, yesterday. So today we're going to pick up with Ruth. Chapter fifth, or Ruth, chapter one, verse fifteen um, through twenty-two. Let's do it. You know what we do. We read. We pray. We change the world. Um, let's read it. Naomi and Ruth, verse fifteen. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Um. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates you and me. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined, to go with her, she stopped urging her. Wow. It's a beautiful uh, uh, heart of loyalty there by Ruth, right? Like, um, you think about the deep connection that uh, Ruth and Naomi had of having both gone through grief 
Uh, yesterday we talked about a lot about God comforts us so that we can comfort others with the comfort we've received. And you think about how much um, that how much of that dynamic had gone on between Ruth and Naomi, who had both lost husbands. Um, Naomi, being uh, Ruth's mother-in-law, uh, experienced the loss of her own husband and also the loss of her son, which was Ruth's husband. But they both experienced loss, and they had been through that pain together, and. Uh, it had forged their hearts in a very unique uh, and special way. And it's true, right? Isn't it true that people that we go through suffering with and hardship with and difficult days with, um, it, it, we, it, we connect on a, in a special way um, for a lifetime in many ways, right? Um, and so, you know, we're, maybe some of you have friends and uh, loved ones, family members, spouses, you know, that you've gone through some trials and hardship and hurts with, um, some pain with. And uh, you've comforted each other through those times. Um, that's a blessing, man. It's a blessing. And those, uh, those bonds are forever. You know, those bonds are forever. We can thank God for that. And, and no doubt, Ruth and Naomi had those kind of connections. They had that kind of relationship, that deep forged uh, love and, and, and grace and, com and commitment to each other. And, uh, you know, I think one of the things that, that we see here in Ruth here, there's something that's, man, it's so... Um, missing i think sometimes in our world and that is loyalty <laughs> how about that word for how about that word for a countercultural term <laughs> good old fashioned loyalty right i mean that's what ruth had she was loyal she's like naomi you my you my girl man that's not you my girl man but hey you my girl <laughs> naomi you my girl we, i mean we've been through too much i'm with you Whatever happens to you happens to me. Um, you know, we, we're in this together, period. That's beautiful. Um, man, when we see loyalty even today, we're like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Because what do we do? I mean, we're in, we're, in the, we're in the age of instant upgrades. You know, cash it out, get a 2.0 version, um, get a new one, disposable. Um, but Ruth's love and commitment to Naomi is inspiring already just by the mere fact of her loyalty and so um so naomi says i'm just gonna i'm gonna stop urging ruth to go back because it's clear you know that she wants to be with me and we're gonna we're gonna make it together yeah so the two women went on until they came to bethlehem when they arrived in bethlehem the whole town was stirred because of them and the women exclaimed can this be naomi but yeah, because, you know, she had a hard life. Poor Naomi, man, her face probably spoke of the scars and tears and hurt of in her life. You know? Don't call me Naomi, she told them. Call me Mara, because the Almighty has made my life very bitter. Wow. I went away full, but the Lord brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi? The Lord has afflicted me, and the Almighty has brought misfortune upon me. So Naomi returned from Moab, accompanied by Ruth the Moabite, her daughter-in-law, arriving in Bethlehem as the barley harvest was beginning. Mm. So God was up to something. God was up to something. In the middle of this bitterness, and Naomi comes back to her homeland. She comes back discouraged, disgraced. I mean, she left looking for plenty. She, looked, she, she went away looking for provision. She went away with her husband and children, and she came back with nothing. But 
There's a little glimmer of the gospel in there. There's a glimmer of hope in there. But the timing, the, the incredible timing of God, was she returned to Bethlehem right when barley season was starting to be harvest. Mm. Now, if you were just looking just with the natural eye and living life in real time, that's nothing special about that. But when you look back over the story, then you realize God was working some things out to take care of them. Wow. Isn't that true, man? As we live through, as we uh, as we follow the Lord, there we can look back and we're like, you know, just looking at it with the natural eye, that that circumstance and that occurrence and that uh, coming together didn't seem like a big deal. But in on the far side of it, we see that wow, that was God's hand of provision. That job that you got, uh, that person that you met, uh, that introduced you to this person, that opened the door for that. At the time, it didn't seem like a significant um, deal. But down the road, you realize, wow, that was really important to open up God's blessing into our lives. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All right, let's jump over to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, and we're uh, down now at verse 12. So for, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning at verse 12 through 22. Hey, everybody. Welcome. So glad you guys are on. Sandy, Amber, and Martha, good morning. Now, this is our boast. Our conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in the world, and especially in our relations with you, with integrity and godly sincerity. This goes back to Ruth a little bit, too, right? She's, she's, she, she's with Naomi, with love and loyalty and commitment. And here we see that Paul is saying that among the Corinthians, they conducted themselves with integrity and godly sincerity. Hmm. What's integrity? Integrity is being uh, the same uh, publicly that you are privately. It's doing what you say, saying what you do. When you mess up, you own it. Learning how to say, I'm sorry. I messed up. Forgive me. Those are, that's all characteristics of integrity. You know, um, in a ship, uh, in a in a vessel, in a vessel, um, the 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 vessel's ability um, to withstand pressure, uh, to withstand um, external force, uh, the the ability to withstand uh, is what's called a, vis a a vessel's integrity. What's the integrity of that vessel? Well, X, X number of pounds, X, X number of weight. Uh, it, that's the integrity of that vessel. And uh, likewise, in our lives, uh, we have in our integrity. Okay? Our integrity is what is going to uh, hold us. We are only as strong as our, listen, we are only as strong as our, what, integrity. Um, how, many people, how many of you know people who have, their 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 gifts and their talents and their uh, charisma outpaced their integrity. That usually is a bad combination, <laughs> because the uh, the weight of the vessel, the weight of their influence, the weight of their gifts, it, it is not sufficient to uphold them, right? Because the the, the integrity is not there, um, and so. You know, the thing that we're doing this morning, the thing that we do in morning prayer and spending time in God's Word, spending time 
praying and focusing on the inside, what that does is that builds the integrity. It's not always glamorous. It's not always beautiful. It's not always sexy. But it, it, it's what will uphold us. It's the integrity of the vessel. See, a lot of people see, oh, that's a beautiful paint job on that vessel. That's a, that's a beautiful, uh, look at those engines on that vessel, on that, uh, on that, on that. But the thing that's going to uphold the vessel when the storms come, what's going to uphold the vessel when the pressure comes is its integrity. What is the integrity of that vessel? So we need, we need integrity, man, right? That's what Paul's saying. He says, we, we uh, in our relationship with you, where we uh, we done we did so with integrity and godly sincerity. We have done so relying not on worldly wisdom, but on God's grace. For we do not write you anything you cannot read or understand. And I hope that as you understand us in part, you will come to understand fully that you can boast of us, just as we will boast of you in the day of the Lord Jesus. He's saying you can have confidence in us. What a gift, like, to someone. Like, you can have confidence. Look, I am, look, what you see is what you get. That's a gift to people. Like, you can trust me. I'm with you. You know, whether, whether I'm in front of you or behind you or away from you, you can trust me, man. I'm with you. That's what, that's what Paul is saying even to the Corinthian church. He's like, you can trust us. You can boast in us. You can have confidence that what we're telling you is for real. Verse 15, because I was confident of this, I wanted to visit you first so that you might benefit twice. I wanted to vi visit you on my way to Macedonia and to come back to you from Macedonia and then to have you send me on my way to Judea. Was I fickle when I intended to do this? Or do I make uh, my plans in a worldly manner so that in the same breath I say both yes, yes, and no, no? So Paul's like, my intention was fully to go to see you on my way to Macedonia and to see you again on the way back. Um, it's like, um, so that you might be benefited twice by uh, that visit of the apostle. He says, was I fickle when I intended to do this? Um, do I say yes, yes, and no, no? Am I undetermined? Am I always back and forth with my decisions? No. Mm -mm. Verse 19, 18. But as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of, God, Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy specifically, was not yes and no, but in him it has always been yes. Maybe that's your word today. Man in Christ, the word is yes. It's always yes. Yes. It's amen. For no matter how many promises God has made, ooh, I love this verse. One of my favorite verses in the Bible right here. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Every promise of God is yes in Christ. Mm. All of the promises of God are fulfilled in Jesus. And so through him, the amen is spoken to, by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He has anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Yes. Hey, man, God has given you his Holy Spirit as a, as a deposit, guaranteeing the many prayers and blessings yet to come. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. That's cool. 
Hey, also, I, I love how you guys are encouraging each other and praying for each other in the comments. That's awesome. That's what we're here for. Lift each other up. Pray for each other. Praying for you, Sandy, that you feel better. God sustains you, encourages you, and strengthens you. Yeah. All right, now we're going to jump over to Matthew for the final reading for this morning. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 20. Matthew 5, 13 through 20. Yesterday we read the Beatitudes. Now we're continuing on in this Sermon on the Mount. That's Matthew 5 and following, uh, beginning at verse 13. You are the salt of the earth. You are, child of God, you are salt of the earth. You give it flavor, man. Give it saltiness. But if salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. And we don't want to lose our saltiness. What's our saltiness? Um, it's our integrity. It's our relationship with God. It's our godliness. It's our ability to speak for Christ and speak up for godliness and goodness and uh, the gospel. Um, it's our it's our willingness to be loving and compassionate and graceful and tender-hearted, uh, to be forgiving. Um, all of those things are make the people of God salty. Jesus in us makes us salty, <laughs> like a saltine cracker. <laughs> Jesus makes me a saltine. <laughs> what made you so salty, Jesus? <laughs> Jesus made me salty. Uh, verse 14, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do you light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and then glorify your Father in heaven. Man, that's a great word for us today. That's a great word for every day. Just go and, and live such godly lives. Live uh, in a way that the light of Christ shines through us before others so that they will see our good deeds and not glorify us, not glorify us, but see our good deeds and they'll glorify our Father in heaven. Yeah. That's what it's about, living our lives in a way that reflects our Lord, reflects, reflects our Father, who is good and gracious. Verse 17, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not even the last stroke of a pen, will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Wow. Jesus came to accomplish everything. Everything in this book, man. Everything in this book, Jesus came to accomplish. Every word, every prophecy. Not the, he's not going to miss the smallest detail. He's going to fulfill it all. Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commandments and teaches accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. Wow. We often talk about the Pharisees and you know their misguidedness, and it often was misguided religion. But the problem was it was it wasn't. Uh, Jesus says your righteousness should surpass theirs. What does that mean? Your true righteousness, your true integrity, your true rightness with God that that isn't based on exterior things, but is based on the heart, the integrity of the heart. Man, that seems to be the theme today, right? Seems to be the overarching theme through and through today is um, 
his integrity and loyalty and kindness and consistency, both publicly and privately. Um, that seems to be a recurring theme in our readings. Maybe the God's trying to speak that to us today, that we need to be people of integrity, uh, that we need to be, um, uh, be salt and light. And we will be salt and different if we are people who are loyal. And we will be salt and we will be light if we are people of integrity. The world will be like, whoa, they actually do what they say. They actually keep their word. They actually are the same in a crowd as they are by themselves. They actually uh, don't talk about people behind their backs. Wow, that's that's new. <laughs> that's countercultural. So, hey, let's do more of that, y'all. Well, I hope you guys are uh, having a great morning so far. Thank you so much for being on today, digging into the Word of God as we've uh, looked at Ruth and then some first, uh, Second Corinthians and over in Matthew. And uh, you know what we're going to do now? We're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray that uh, the Word that we've read will be solidified in our heart. That'll be, you know, we'll live it out. Not just be hearers of the word, but doers also. Yeah, let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for um, the beautiful picture of the loyalty that Ruth had for Naomi and um, and that commitment that she had and the, 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 the hints of the gospel. Um, Lord, maybe today, maybe today in our lives, you're going to lead us to people, lead us to circumstances, lead us to situations that uh, may open up doors to new opportunities, to new blessings, new opportunities to serve and to be salt and light, Lord. So we thank you. We walk this day with our eyes wide open, with our hands open, with our hearts open uh, to be used by you. And Lord, help us to be salt. Help us to be light. Help us to be people of integrity and honesty. Uh, Lord, help us to say the truth, uh, but say it with love. Help us to be people who walk uh, upright, not only before you, but also before others. God, thank you for my friends. Thank you for each and every one of them. Thank you for the privilege that we have to pray for each other, to lift each other up. Lord, for those who aren't feeling well, for any who are sick, for any who are discouraged today, uh, may you give them strength and encouragement. May you bless them really good today. Lord, thank you for the privilege that we have to share together uh, these words and our hearts and our lives. We give you thanks for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man, aren't you glad all of God's promises are yes and amen in Jesus? That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for being on today. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday, this 2 22 day. <laughs> uh, if you have a 22 rifle, maybe you want to go just fire your 22 rifle. Not up in the air. Not up in the air. Go to the shooting range. Do it properly. Don't just fire away your 22 up in the air. But, you know, since it's 2 22 you know, maybe go to the shooting range or way, 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 way out in the woods in a safe place. But anyway, thank you guys for being on. I hope you guys have a great Tuesday. We'll be back at it tomorrow as we continue through these daily readings. Every day, God has something new to say to us for the day. It's our manna. It's our, it's our food for the morning. It's our breakfast. Unless you're listening to this later in the day, then maybe it's your lunch. Maybe it's even your dinner. I don't know. But um, for those of us in the morning, it is uh, just, it's the food to get us started. So it's awesome. All right, you guys, thanks for subscribing. Thanks for liking it. Thanks for taking a minute to share this on your timeline. Appreciate all of that. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, 
and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.